Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Hello. Hello, uh, Keisha, and hello, Spencer. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't waste any time today. Right. He definitely formally introduced himself. (laughs) That is too cute. (laughs) All right. Welcome, you guys, to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Keisha and I uh, recap the previous week of both The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. And this week is the week of 6-7 through 6-11. And it's been a pretty interesting this week. I mean, I think we got a lot of good content this week to talk about, right? I agree. Uh-huh. So, hold on, let me... Okay, so what we normally do on the show is in the first half of the show we uh recap the young and the restless first and usually because it's the hour-long show so we have a lot of a lot of topics to cover and then in the second half of the show um we uh recap the bold and the beautiful and then at the end of the show what we do is call a flip the script segment so what that is is that if there's a particular storyline or a scene or Whatever that we wish we could change, this is where we flip that script. Okay? So, without further ado, oh, and thank you guys continuously for listening to the podcast. I've been seeing our audience grow, 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 grow. So, I thank you for your support. We've been, for the newcomers, we actually have been running this uh, podcast, um, gosh, since early 2020. So we've been here over a year and we're still moving strong and I enjoy talking with Keisha regarding the show. We really have some dialogue. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we're in agreement. Sometimes, you know, we're on opposite sides of the fence, but we need those type of things because there are some times that you guys also have different ideas of what we see. So that's why we make sure we have uh, that type of dialogue. So, yeah. All right. So let's get started with The Young and the Restless without further ado. So for the week of June 7th, uh, Ashlyn suddenly offered to share custody of Harrison with Tara and Kyle. Victoria joined Ashlyn for dinner in New York. Summer and Kyle set an August wedding date. Amanda considered quitting Sutton's case. And Victor summoned Amanda to discuss her connection with Sutton. And Chloe took a job with Adam. So, which one you want to start with first? Because I think the, of course, the whole thing with uh, Kyle, Ashlyn, and Tara is pretty big again this week. And then we got a lot more of Amanda, Sutton, Imani, and and Naya this week, too. We can start with Sutton. Okay. Because we do have some little ones, this whole situation with Chloe and and Vic and uh, Adam and all of that. But yeah, um, okay. So, what's your thoughts on actually Amanda thinking about walking away from this whole thing after she had that conversation with Sutton? Um, I I don't blame her, and I'm surprised. 
walked away from them sooner. Because mm-hmm. I feel like they're not being, uh, you know, they're obviously not being straightforward with her about something, which is mm-hmm. going to make it harder for her to, to do her job. So with the stuff that she has found out so far, mixed with um, Sutton's lack of cooperation, mm-hmm. and, you know, and her trying to fight this case with him or for mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Um, I I wouldn't blame her if she left because there's something going on that they're not being honest with her about and it's almost like she's being set up to fail to even take care of this case so yeah, yeah they're not giving her the whole truth and the thing mm-hmm. is kind of like um, what Amanda was saying was like okay that old school ideology of having sex out of marriage and stuff that doesn't even matter at this point anymore. So why don't you want to talk about that? Is there something else that you're leaving out? Right. I mean, and even 30 years ago in the 90s, you know, if you look at that, it's like it wasn't like 1950. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. obviously there's more that goes on with this story than what Sudden Ames is saying and actuality with what Amanda found out. Mm-hmm. about um you know that her father was actually using Victor for help to find his kids mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the, the the detective reaches out to the family the family gets no did not respond back but they've been alerted at this point that this man is looking for this baby yeah. so it makes sudden looks more guilty of anything then this whole thing about trying to get this blackmailing scheme of Richard and all that, I'm like, that don't even make sense. Yeah, and I, so something interesting that I saw posted in one of the groups where somebody somebody was thinking that maybe it wasn't Sutton that did something to Richard and that maybe it was Naya and Sutton Sutton is covering for Naya. And that's why he's so adamant against um, her digging, I guess, her bringing up that side of Rickard's story. Yeah, but what could be so... Hmm. I'm wondering what that could possibly be if that's the case, besides the fact that she got pregnant. Maybe. uh, Not not that it was... I I couldn't see it if it was her. I couldn't see Mm -hmm. her purposely killing him. But mm-hmm. maybe, you know, maybe there's something to this theory that maybe she found out what he was trying to do. They got in an argument and she did something that caused his death. And um, they're trying Sutton, to cover that up. And maybe Sutton is trying to cover cover for her. You no, know, that's a good. But you know what? That would be a good plot twist, though. Yeah, because right now, because for the last how many weeks now have we been saying Sutton must have had something to do with his death? Um, mm-hmm. And everybody has pretty much been thinking that this was Sutton's doing, and maybe it was actually Naya. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad that Amanda was able to stand up to him. Me too. I mean, she put her foot down, and Amani was like, "Man, you know, my, nobody ever stood up to my grandfather the way that you did." <laughs> Yeah, she did. What did she say? I'm impressed. Yeah, I'm impressed. And I mean, seriously, she don't know these people. They're only family in name only at this point. Right. You know what I mean? 
So if she took that hard stance, because they thought, I honestly believe why Sudden, whatever he's covering up for, whether it's himself or Naya, uh, or Naya mm-hmm. he thought that he could tap into the emotional side of Amanda, her wanting to be a part of a family so bad that that was going to be able to have him control the outcome of how she litigates this case. Exactly. And for a minute, it was working. Because Devon kind of had to shake her up a little bit. Like, look, you know, you need to keep the facts straight. Stop trying to, you know, adjust, you know, trying to make it easy for your grandfather. You need to stick with the facts. Right. And, and when she decided to go that route and was like, you know what? I do need to take my feelings and emotions out of this and litigate this case. She stood up for herself and sudden names got mad. He was pissed. <laughs> yeah, because he wasn't used to it. And like you said, family and name only right now. They don't all know each other or they don't know her like that. And she doesn't know them like that. So he doesn't have control over her like he's got control over Imani and Naya. Right. Right. What does she really have to lose? She hasn't, I mean, yeah, it's her family, but she hasn't really gotten to know them like that yet. So, right. I mean, she's not losing anything really if he decides that, you know, with the, with the way that she's approaching the case that he doesn't want, he, you know, no longer wants her to be involved in his family anymore. Yeah. And you can tell usually when you uh, address something with somebody and they become extremely defensive. It's something about what you said that they're trying to get out of. Because usually when you get defensive, you're trying to get that person to back off because you don't want to actually tell the truth. Right. And so when he got all upset and she was like, I'm thinking twice about being on this case. And he was like, well, that's the honest thing you even said. Maybe you shouldn't. I'm like, boy, please. (laughs) Bye. Because the thing is, is that you thought whatever it was, you was going to be able to manipulate Amanda to get her to fall in line, just like the other girls, your your daughter and your other granddaughter. Mm-hmm. And when it didn't work, because Amanda actually decided to take her, put her feelings aside, <clears throat> then um, now he want to get mad. Right. Because my thing is, you hired her. Why are you trying to tell her how you she should litigate this case? Because he was like, no, I need you to do it my way. Okay, then if you want an attorney, represent yourself. Represent yourself or go find somebody that is going to fall in line with everything that you want. Exactly. And exactly. And again, she's doing them a favor because that, that's not Amanda's, um, that's not what she actually practices. She doesn't right. do criminal law she i forget what it is yeah she does does corporate corporate law corporate law so she did this as a favor she wasn't you know what i mean she she didn't have to go out of her way to try to help they sought her out for their own personal uh and kind of selfish reasons because like you said they were trying to use that emotional connection to to hopefully get her to do what they wanted uh, girl listen Remember we talked about this a few months back when this whole storyline started. He has a legal team already. Mm-hmm. Why do you need her to bring her in? So it was all about you trying to have her set this. She don't even practice like we were just saying. She don't practice criminal law. She practiced corporate law, legal contracts, things like that. 
Right. Why are you taking somebody who's totally out of their element when you already have a criminal defense team representing you to do this? It's all a setup. Right. Yep. You know, and it's and I'm gl- because she is falling in line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm glad that she's waking up, you know, to see what is actually in front of her. Put them feelings aside. I know you, you know, with your father and everything that happened. And the fact that you felt alone and now you got a sister, a mama, a grandfather, and all these family kinfolk. These yeah. people are still strangers to you. Yep. You know, and if they and they and and Amanda's a stranger to them, so it's easy for sudden aims to just play this game like, oh, we're welcoming you in, but at the same time, I'm gonna get her to do what I need her to do, right? Mm-hmm. So, I um, yeah, I wonder what the conversation with Victor is gonna be like, yes, because sudden aims slipped up, and Victor ain't stupid. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he um, was talking, as, as you guys probably saw, and I think that was yesterday's episode, yeah. where um, Victor saw him at the Grand Phoenix. And so he was like, oh, sudden name, blah, blah, blah. Amanda Sinclair is working on the case and all that. And he was like, yeah, but I don't know for how long. And he's like brooding at this point, not thinking that he could slip up, which he almost did by saying, yeah, my granddaughter's really screwed up the case. And he like, granddaughter? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, I'm talking about Amani. Amani is helping Amanda with the case. I'm like, yeah, okay. Big day is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he kind of he recovered well, though. He I did, thought. but the problem with that is Victor remembers Amanda's reaction when he told the, her the yeah. story about Richard. Yeah. So he's trying to put two and two together and now he's going on a fishing expedition and that's where Amanda needs to stand on guard. If she don't want that to come out, she needs to be prepared to uh, to watch what Victor say, you right. know, and how to respond to it. You know, she's an attorney, so maybe she could, you know, she can figure that out. What was your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, obviously Victor is... He's been suspicious since he's talked to Amanda because right. he brought up her reaction when he told her what Richard was actually doing. So, of course, Victor is going to figure it out. He's going to mm-hmm. he's probably going to get it out of Amanda somehow. Gotcha. She he's might gonna, not gonna figure it out. Say, yeah, she might not straight up tell him, mm-hmm. but there's going to be some little clue that's going to seal it for him to let him know that she really is his granddaughter. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So did we cover everything on Amanda Sinclair? We did, but since we're on the topic of Amanda and Imani and all, you want to talk about the little scene with Imani and Nate and uh, Elena? Uh, Elena. Okay, let me just say something. So, I remember you and I talking about this when they kind of introduced those two. And we was like, hmm, maybe we want to see where they go, right? Mm -hmm. At this point, 
I don't want to see where that goes. I just don't want to trust Amani right now until I can kind of see what's going on because Nate has been caught up in so much stuff. And I mean, granted, Nate did participate by sleeping with Devon's girlfriend. That's mm-hmm. one part of it. But it's like, at what point do he actually find somebody genuine that he could date? Because right now, I don't really think that there's an active storyline for Nate right now. So if you're going to give him something with Amani, let it be a, a good situation. Because, you know, I'm all about black love and whatnot. I want mm-hmm. to be healthy. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm asking too much from a soap. But you know, I wanted to be healthy. If if she's uh, actually don't know what her grandfather is doing and she's just an innocent victim because of all the lies that's been told to her and Amani is like, oh my God, what do you mean, Grandpa? Or what do you mean, Mom? And then she ends up being real cool with Amanda and then she ends up being with Nate and they got something good. I'm, all, I'm, I'm here for that. Yeah. But if she crooked, and Nate gets caught up in that, or they use Nate to get information on Amanda. No, I have a problem with that. <laughs> so, yeah. So initially, I was thinking that maybe that's <clears throat> what it was going to be with her—that she was okay. going to do crooked in some way. Okay. But I feel like they're trying to. Um, I feel like they're trying to possibly build a friendship with her and Amanda, and that maybe she is more in the dark than what. We originally thought that she was right, I'm, and that's her, what I'm hoping for. Yeah, when it comes mm-hmm. to her grandfather and you know maybe even her mom. Mm-hmm. I I think because how rocky of a, a start her and Amanda had that is going to end up to where they're actually the ones that become close mm-hmm. uh, at the end of all of this. I hope so. I mean, because the girl that and I keep forgetting her name, but the girl that plays. Imani, she's an excellent actor on yeah. the show. I like her. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. but you know, like I said, the way that the plot line is going, I hope that those two become friends with each other. Since we couldn't have the whole Hillary Amanda twinship going on, because of course Hillary's gone. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to give her her sister, make it where it's a good relationship between the two of them. And then maybe it turns into something positive between Armani and Nate. Yeah, I can see it going that way. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't mind watching Armani um, and Nate, you know, do a little flirting and mm-hmm. them indicating that it's possibly going to happen between them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but, I just don't want Armani using Nate, you know. Yeah, I don't think she. I don't feel like she is going to. I don't okay. know why, but I don't, I don't, I don't see that. You don't pick up on that. Situation. Yeah, not right, not at this moment. I don't situation. I think she's genuine when it comes to him and her Same interest time. in him so far. Um, mm-hmm. However, when uh, when um, what's her name? When Elena, you know, finally walks in after kind of watching them for a little bit, and she has her conversation with Nate. Mm-hmm. For him to, to tell her whether or not they probably whether or not they can mend their relationship and get mm-hmm. back together. Um, that way, she can make her decision on if she wants to move or not. 
Yeah, she. I honestly think that that was she's trying to get an answer out of him to see whether or not she, uh, Nate want her to stick around. Yeah, for sure. I'm like, girl, you ain't slick. Yeah, that was way too obvious that that's what you were doing. <laughs> I mean, this man has no bearing on your decision to take a career move. Right. I mean, y'all not married, so why are you even asking? I could see if like they're married and he's established here, and she got a job out of state. Then yeah, you got to figure that out. But y'all aren't even in a relationship. Y'all yeah. are at the, you know, they are at the point where they're they don't know where they stand, and then you're gonna put that thing, put that out there just to kind of fish for his reaction to see if he wants you to stay, girl, please. Right. I don't even think they got to the point where they were in love with each other in that relationship. No. It wasn't even it, it didn't even last that long. So that was yeah. that was what would is what annoyed me about that is that she's basically putting the weight on what she does on whether or not she still has a chance with Nate and it's like you guys' relationship wasn't that serious for you to be Possibly. Here's my thing. What if he said, no, I want you to stay. You're going to leave a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity on the table for a dude that you don't even know that y'all going to do anything together? Right. Apparently she is. <laughs> Apparently so, because she's asking him that question. <laughs> exactly. And it made me wonder, Is are you were you seriously considering that, or are you just fishing to see how Nate feels about you? Yeah, you playing games. Yeah. You know, because is this actual an actual uh, opportunity? Did you just throw something out there just to be, you know, like you say, fish for a response or a reaction out of this dude? It's like, girl, no, yeah. So I thought that was that was crazy. Yeah. All right, are we done with that part of the characters? Yep. Okay, let's talk about before because Tara and all that is one thing. Let's tap mm-hmm. into the whole thing with Chloe, Adam, and Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Well, let's tap in and clo- uh, uh, with Adam first. So mm-hmm. Adam is actually doing everything above board. Victor was really pissed with him because yeah. Adam chose not to go after. Um, hold on one second. What the heck is that? Okay, so, uh, because Adam didn't want to make a direct. Retaliatory response to Chancecom. Right. And I don't blame him. I mean, if you're trying to reinvent your life and prove to everybody else, which I I don't like proving anything, you just got to do you. You can't change the mind of other people unless they want to. But if this is what he's trying to do, you're going to look just like the person that you say that you're not. Exactly. And you would think but want to support him in that instead of trying to take him back down the path of being vengeful and causing issues where he doesn't need to be causing them. Exactly. I mean, I honestly think that was a smart move on Adam's part to say, look, you know what? They threw that out there because they want us to attack them back. Why even oblige them and just it just let's just ignore it and just do business take the high as usual. Road. Yeah, take the high road and let them look like the petty, the petty party, instead of it being them for once. Exactly, and I even said this in a previous podcast. I said the best revenge is success. 
And so with what they're doing with New Hope and trying to impact that sector, even this whole deal, what he's trying to set up with Chloe so that uh, Chelsea can have a job when she get out of, uh, you know, where she is, Mm -hmm. I actually think that's a great move. I do too. You know, I mean, he's trying to make a lot of wrongs right that he's done. And the problem with all of this is that because, and see, this is what I don't understand. People say, you need to change your ways. You need to do something different. And then when the person do try to do something different, you don't believe them. But has Victor <laughs> ever said that? Oppor- no, Victor, Victor, basically, I honestly believe that this alliance is to stick it to Victoria and also mm-hmm. um, because he wants to control the situation. He don't want Adam to change. I mean, exactly. he says that he wants him to change, but he wants he feel, he got in bed with Adam because he feels that he's just as ruthless as him, and I'll get him to do my bidding for me. Yeah, he's more concerned about revenge on taking Billy down, and like you yep. said, making Victoria mad than helping his son improve his life, which is exactly. Sad. Which is sad. And and then that's what Victor threw out at him when Adam said, no, nah, I just want to chill on this. He was like, well, wait a minute. We got into this venture so we can destroy Billy. And then Adam was like, you know what? Hey, listen, we're going to destroy him, but let me do it my way. Give me, yeah. you hired me to do this. Let me do it. Yep. You know? And I think I said this a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, when they when initially when that's what their plan was 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 to do something to take down Chance, um, and I said Victor Victor is basically using Adam in the same way that Victoria used Billy to print yep. that story about Adam. Yep they they can't stand when um, when they're being their toxic selves when it's something that is harming their life, but for them to be toxic for something that is going to um, be a some type of advantage or something that suits them, then they're ready to use their anger and their dislike for one another for them to do that. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what Victor is doing with Adam. Yep, that is correct. And, you know, I'm glad that he's giving Adam the leeway to do it because he was pissed. Now let's talk about that. So Victor's mad. In the meantime, Miss Mrs. Nikki Newman mm-hmm. sees her husband mad, and instead of asking him what the problem is, she automatically assumes that Adam has done something. To right. Yeah. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Did he in that conversation? Did he explain to her that? what Victor was asking him to do or he didn't say anything. I can't remember. No, he did not. What he said is we had a business disagreement. Oh, that's right. You're right. Yeah. Yep. And he said that, um, you know, it's we're working through it. We're handling it. And then, you know, Nikki is going through this whole threat about if I find out that you're really doing something to my husband, as if he, as if Victor's this weak, feeble man, oh, yeah. you know, you know, and 
I'm like, girl, would you just go somewhere? Just go somewhere. Because right. my thing is, you don't even know the whole situation. You just automatically assume that this man done, done something crazy to your husband. Yep. When in all actuality, I wish Adam had said, well, the reason that we're at odds right now is because he wants me to attack chance come and I want to take the high road and he don't agree with that yeah. I want to I would love to see the look on her face in that moment me too because you and you know Victor isn't gonna he's not gonna stop regardless no. of what Adam says he's gonna do something behind Adam's back to go after chance come and I'm glad that <clears throat> excuse me I'm glad that Nick is sticking in there with Adam because he right now he besides uh, Victor, which I don't know if I want to consider that an ally because Victor has an agenda for Adam. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad Nick is trying to stick up for his brother right now. Yeah, me too. Because he went back and forth with Phyllis, and I'm like, Phyllis, you trying to say this man don't change, and he got so many dark histories and all this, and I'm like, look at, is this pot calling kettle? basically yes (laughs) that's exactly what it is I'm like Phyllis stop because look at everything that you have done and all of a sudden you're in a place of self righteousness trying to talk about Adam yeah I mean what's your thoughts on that um she's been on this rampage of Adam and I don't know if it's because remember when she confronted him a couple weeks ago and uh-huh. basically like you better not do anything to to hurt Nick. Yeah, she threatened. Yeah, she threatened him yeah. when she went over to Adam's house. So I don't know if it's that she just has her guard up when it comes to Adam and Nick's relationship because she's afraid that Adam is going to eventually do something to purposely hurt Nick, or maybe she's not trusting that he truly and genuinely wants to mend his relationship with him, mm-hmm. but. In my in my opinion, it's like Nick is a grown man. Mm-hmm. He can make his own choices, <clears throat> his own decisions if he is choosing to let his guard down a little bit with Adam. And, and Nick still kind of has his guard up, but he's he's still choosing to at least try along with Adam and to try to work on their relationship. And if he's making that decision to do that, then just let him do it. Don't interfere. Let Nick do what he's going to do when it comes to Adam. If it works out, exactly. it works out. If something falls apart in the future, then it falls apart in the future and Nick will be okay, just like he was in the past. Mm -hmm. But her, exactly, yeah, her constantly, you know, trying to warn Nick against this relationship or what, you know, whatever it is that she's doing, um, it's it's falling on deaf ears. Nick is going to do what he's going to do, regardless of what uh, Phyllis's opinion of Adam is. Needs to drop it. Yeah, between her and done Nikki. the same thing with with her mm-hmm. when it comes to Nick. Yeah, yeah, and then there's this other conversation that happened at the coffee house where Ray was there, Sharon was there, and Nick was there. Yeah. And you know, Adam walks in, and pretty much, you know, she he and and here's the other thing. At what they all talk about Adam's history. 
right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, granted, they have, you know, there's a history, but everybody has a history on that show. I think the only one that may be even considered barely squeaky clean is Ray. And I mean, I would say barely because he did um, try to let Mia get away with a crime at one point, right? He did but, that, and he also helped Sharon and um, uh, Victoria and all them when they were going through that thing with JT. Right. So everybody got a history of some sort on this show. Mm-hmm. But I can't think of anybody Mm, let me think. I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong about this. That has done so much in saving people's lives other than Adam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he, well, we always talked about the impact that he had on Sharon and getting her help. Yeah. You know, the tornado when Faith was a baby, the whole thing with sacrificing his freedom to give faith to the hospital and then give it up a whole body part for this girl to save her life and helping Nick to save his life or else he would have died of sepsis and up under all that rubbish. You know, it's like, at what point do you guys see any of that? Mm-hmm. Because all they talk about is you did this and you did that. Okay, but let me think. Uh, Nikki was the one who had a part in Diane's death. <laughs> mm-hmm. We got Phyllis who almost ran over Cricket and was sneaking a dead body out of her house on a carpet. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm looking at the history of these folks. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you want to get mad at Adam and what he did to Victor. I mean... Nicholas gaslit his father into a face of somebody that was supposedly dead. I mean, it's just you guys all do things, and for them, except I, I get, I gotta take my hats off to Nick because Nick da, is taking steps. So yeah. I'm not gonna even, I'm gonna exclude him for this. But some of these other folks, especially Nikki and Phyllis, mm-hmm. come on, you guys, you got a body on your hand. And you all, you got attempted murder on your hands. And, uh, you know, so it's just interesting how they're so extremely critical of this man when don't look too far in your own backyard. The only thing I didn't like about that scene was I wish Adam would have um, taken Ray, like, Mm -hmm. back to the other room instead of of confronting him in front of Faith and well, you Faith know, had already left. Oh, did, was she gone? Yeah, she had okay. left I thought already. she was still standing there. Mm-mm. That's why that's why I didn't like that scene is I thought Faith was still standing there and, and Adam came in there, you know, going off on Ray. And I'm like, why didn't you just take him outside and have a conversation in private? No, like, she had left. And okay. that, yeah, she had left for school. And then that's when, um, you know, Adam was like, I got a problem with you visiting Chelsea. And honestly... Uh, let me ask you about that. Do you think that should be an issue with Ray visiting her? Um, I could see if Ray was forcing himself into the hospital to visit Chelsea against Chelsea's wishes and constantly going in there and questioning her or whatever. But Chelsea is the one that's asking Ray to to come and visit. He's doing that because 
and we know that Ray has his his own reasons for going to visit her because he's trying to figure out if she's truly faking or not, which I kind of hope that he figures it out because I I don't know. I Chelsea has kind of she's annoyed me these past several months. So mm-hmm. I kind of want Ray to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um, but part of that reason that he's going in there and that he basically took her up on that request is because he wants to to try to see if she spills something that she she hasn't already told about you know whether she's faking her mental health right now and if you know trying to figure out who helped her poison him. So, and I, and 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 they should. And this was the same thing I said before the whole Chelsea reveal came out is that Ray is too close to this. You don't investigate your own attempted murder. Yeah, but now we know that why you, that's happening. Right. I mean, <laughs> but at the same token, now that you know and you're trying to figure out if anybody else was close to it, you're too close, dude. And I mean, the other thing is, is that I don't, there's a hypocrisy that's going on here. They want to make her into this feeble victim mm-hmm. when she calculated this whole thing. Now, when Ray thought Adam did it, he was willing to throw him up underneath the jail and take the key, lock him away and throw the key away. Mm-hmm. When is when he found his Chelsea oh, poor Chelsea, I'm sorry for her mental health, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, like, this girl actually orchestrated. Who gets thallium? Out of anything that you could do, you planned to go and have thallium put in somebody that's totally unrelated to the situation because this was an issue she had with with uh, Sharon mm-hmm. and, and Adam. You go get thallium and put it in Ray's product. It was a whole all orchestrated plan. You faked the fact that you know you couldn't walk for all these months and blah blah blah. But mm-hmm. then you want to make it look like she's the helpless victim and oh, you drove her to do this. No, she made the choice to do all of that. Yeah, and she needs to be held accountable for that. Don't stop blaming everything on Adam. She chose to do that. That's why I'm wondering if he finds out that she's faking this whole mental um, health thing in the hospital if his opinion Oh god, I hope so. I hope so. So that's that's one of the reasons why I I don't really mind that he's actually going to the hospital and visiting her because I want him to find that out. And you know with the way that the show I was saying the way that the show is scripted we only have one police officer on the show anyway. So it's not like we got a, a slew of detectives able to, you know. I mean, I guess they could, but. <laughs> and isn't she still fooling Adam right now with this whole mental health thing? Because Adam, yeah, really needs help. Exactly. And exactly. he's not aware of what of the deal that Victor made with her about fake. No. So she, nope. she's pulling the wool over Adam's eyes too. Exactly. You know, it's just that with everybody else when they found out Chelsea did it they just the whole temperature shifted the town was lighting pitchforks and I mean lighting torches and pitchforks when they thought it was Adam Mm -hmm. when they find out it's Chelsea it's like oh poor Chelsea it's just like come on yep well we'll see what happens when they find out she was faking girl I can't wait I can't wait. And Chelsea, my thing is because Adam don't know, he didn't offer this girl a job already with yeah. the new company. 
Now, think, go ahead. I was gonna say I think he'll still. I think hire he'll, her. He'll be he'll be mad. He's gonna be mad initially, but I think because he feels so guilty about um, some of the other things he's done to her, that he's mm-hmm. gonna still you know allow her to to do that fashion line under his company mm-hmm. or whatever it is that he's got them doing. Yep. I agree with you on that. Because um, he's going to be thinking about Connor and, and all of that. So I don't think that he'll, I don't think he's going to take, you know, any, vin- not vindictive, any like revenge out on her because of that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, I do like what he's doing though. Like I said before, I like the fact that I want, I can't wait till they reveal the whole new hope thing. And when Chance comes, see that they're not even focused on them. They're trying to build this whole notoriety with New Hope. They're going to be looking stupid. Yeah. You know, because they're expecting some full-on magazine throw trash at each other attack. Which, I mean, they're not wrong for thinking that. Because initially, what did they do? They poached all of their. They were trying to poach all their. They did. They tried to take all of them over. And and um, Adams' goal initially was to do something to take Chance Con down. It was only just last week that he decided that that's not the road that he wanted to take. So it's not like mm-hmm. it's not like um, Lily and Billy were far off course for thinking that that's that was going to happen. Well, here's the interesting thing. So I, I know you brought that up about them, you know, off making a better offer for their employees to come work for them. Mm-hmm. Was that an actual underhanded ploy, or because I mean, if these people are really loyal to Chance, come, why would you leave? Anybody, I mean, I mean an employee be... is going to leave someplace if you're being exactly double money. <laughs> exactly. But they knew what they were doing with that. They knew that ChanceCom was a startup, and they mm-hmm. knew that if they doubled these people's salary, because how many, how many places, um, a, a startup company, which I don't know if you can call Newman Media startup because they basically took over Cyactories, mm-hmm. but. How often is it that you can go from a startup and then go somewhere else and double your money, the, double the money that you're making? I mean, and they were, you know purposely, they were purposely mm-hmm. poaching. They, they knew what they were doing. They yeah, I mean, they knew what they were doing, but it's not something illegal. So, no, I mean, of course it wasn't. And I don't think that they yeah. were going to do anything illegal. You know, even whatever Victor wants to do, I don't think they were planning on doing anything illegal per se but they were going to use tactics to try to destroy them without I feel like they were going to purposely do things to try to take that company down instead of just doing what Adam is wanting to do now which is let's just do our jobs and just do it better they were they were aiming they were basically aiming missiles at them is what they were planning to do that's that's what it was so yeah it wasn't nothing was illegal but you can do things to purposely harm another company to try to get a leg up on them or to try to take them down. Um, especially if you've got more um, capital, you're more established because Cyaxeries was an established company. So mm-hmm. it would be easy for them to do things to take them out 
like directly take them specifically out instead of just moving forward with whatever jobs that they are currently doing if that makes it you know what I mean Mm -hmm. it was going to be calculated it wasn't going to be just them oh we're starting a new you know we're taking over this company we're going to do this and this and this it was we're taking over this company and then we're we're going to fire missiles directly at Chancecom to take them down gotcha yeah well I'm glad that I guess like you said he had a change of heart as of last week do you think it had a lot to do with the fact of his son um I, yeah I think he's always taking Connor into consideration when um I don't know when he makes some of the decisions that he makes and I also think I think him wanting to straighten his life out and to make amends for a lot of the things that he's done is also plays mm-hmm. a, a role in that he doesn't want to I don't think he wants to do something else that is going to purposely put him on someone else's bad list if that makes mm-hmm. any sense mm-hmm. okay gotcha okay well we'll definitely see what happens after this point hopefully Victor will let him um, you know run the company for the moment because remember Victor said for right now he didn't say okay fine yeah he was like, I'll let you, I'll give you some time. For right now, I'll let you do what you do. And I'm like, oh, this is not going to end up it's well. Not. <laughs> it's not. And it's, that's why I hope, that's why I wish that this was all Adam and Victor had nothing to do with it. Do with it. I think you said that a couple, a few podcasts ago, didn't you? It was, yeah, it was around the time that they first um, developed the story of Victor approaching Adam. Uh-huh. And buying, um, trying to get Syaxeries and I I remember saying I wish that this was just Adam and not Victor being involved because Victor is going to turn this into either he was going to take Adam back down a dark road or their relationship they were going to get into it mm-hmm. yeah and it looks like what's going to happen is their relationship is going to blow up again because Adam isn't doing what he wants him to do and it's going to blow up because Adam is trying to do the right thing versus what Victor wants to do, which is continue his path of ruthlessness. Right. Yeah, that is so crazy. But what do you think about the interaction between Adam and Chelsea? Because she was expecting Adam to basically badmouth her to, to, to Connor. Yeah. I think and- she's so... Um... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I think now mm-hmm. that she just doesn't trust anything that Adam says. So I don't know if she really believes that Adam hasn't bat- batmouthed her, batmouthed mm-hmm. her Connor, um, because she's just so she's jaded. Mm-hmm. So if, I feel like she's thinking maybe she's thinking, yeah, you're telling me, you're saying to Connor, right. You know, and I mean, do she honestly think that? Because I don't remember ever Adam bad mouthing um, to Connor about his mom. Have you, even when they were at odds? Like when she was with Nick and Connor was trying to get them back together, she, he, he never said anything bad about Chelsea to him. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, rem- I don't ever, I don't ever remember him doing that. So why do you think he's going to do that now? Because she's paranoid. Exactly. <laughs> Chelsea is paranoid right now. 
Yeah, well, but she stuck herself in there, in that situation. You know, I mean, yeah, she figured that she was going to play this role. I'm going to put myself into this institution. I'm going to act nice, and I'm going to get out without going to jail. When in all actuality, she's losing her mind more in there than she yeah. was outside of that place. Yeah. She reacted to Chloe when Chloe told her she was going to take that offer that Adam gave her. Yeah. Yep. She was pissed. Mm-hmm. She was almost like she was about to turn on Chloe. Yeah. You know, and I mean, she was like, look, girl, I need a job. <laughs> right. Kevin is working at the police station, it, it, you know. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yep. I'm surprised, though, that Catherine didn't leave her no money. Chloe don't have any money? I know. I was, when she said that, I was a little confused, too. Like, why are you guys broke? Yeah, I mean, even with, well, I mean, Kevin working at the police station, but, you know, it's like, I thought they left, didn't Catherine leave Esther a large piece of some of her estate and money and stuff? So I'm pretty sure she did, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. And she was like, I need a job. I'm like, what? <laughs> and if that's strapped for cash, then how are y'all paying bills in that big house? Uh, yeah. Oh, you know what? Chance, that's uh, Chance's house too, right? Isn't that why? Well, I, ain't Jill a part owner of that property too? Yeah, so maybe their bills are taken care of. Yeah, so they just live in there. I don't know, but yeah, that was surprising when she was like, I need a job. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I didn't know it was like that. Yeah. I didn't know it was like that with with um with Chloe. But yeah, she's having a hard time believing Adam too, because Adam is like, Look, I know what I did. I'm trying to make this right. You guys, I'll let you I'll be hands off. You can run the fashion division. Y'all can do what y'all want. This will be something that Chelsea can have once she get out so she can start over. And Chloe is looking like a deer in headlights. Right. Like, wait a minute, who is this? Who are you and what happened to Adam? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm glad there. And I just hope that the writers are going to maintain him like this for a while. Don't take him back down that road. He. It's been the I hate Adam show for too long. You know, yeah. if you're going to repair his character, let's let's have it for a while at least, you know? I agree. All right. You ready to move on to Kyle? Yeah. All right. Before we jump into the whole thing with Kyle, let's talk about Mariah and Tara. Mm-hmm. That's none of her business. None of your business. I understand that Kyle is your friend, but the way that she was coming for Tara without really, you know, knowing what had happened, catching up to speed, I was like, Mariah, you got a whole baby that you're carrying and that whole situation to worry about. Mind your own business. What's your thoughts on that whole interaction with Mariah and Tara? That's Mariah doing what Mariah always does. (laughs) Sticking her nose in everybody else's love life and everybody else's business, trying to tell everybody else what to do. (laughs) She did it with Kyle in summer. She did it when it came to um, Kyle and Lola. She did it. She does it with her mom. She Mm -hmm. literally does it with everybody. 
and in her life. I will give it to Tara. She didn't go off the handle or anything. She handled that conversation really well. Yeah, she did. Because somebody else would be like, uh, who are you talking to? Especially <laughs> considering they never met each other before. Exactly. Like, Mariah approached her because she overheard Tara talking on the phone and put two and two together. You can't approach somebody that you never met before and start questioning them and telling them about their personal life and their personal business regardless of if it involves your best friend like how rude is that it's rude and then mariah talking about kyle needs a sounding board no 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 Mm -mm. you need to go sit down somewhere yeah (laughs) you know and summer is not even her favorite person and she even said that to tara you know that summer wasn't her favorite person but she had now accepted Kyle and Summer has always found their way back to each other. Nobody, Girl, asked, you. Um, nobody, nobody asked, asked you that. <laughs> you know, you don't even know if this girl is even coming for Kyle like that. And you already trying to jump in her face about, I'm going to put you on notice that you're not going to come in between the two of them. And Jack happens to come up in there. He's looking like, what the? What's going on here? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, and even Jack asked Mariah, what you talking to Tara about? You know, and then she want to play it off like, oh, nothing, you know, um, I'm just, you know, I don't trust nobody. So, okay, but that's not your place. Right. I don't care who you, if you don't trust nobody, fine. You don't trust nobody. But to come up to somebody that you have never met and going to stake your claim to be a sounding board for Kyle, girl, please go sit down. Yeah. She's doing way too much with that. She's doing too much. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think that Summer is extremely insecure right now? Um, yes, I think she is. Mm-hmm. And she, I won't say she has reason to be because Kyle, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this situation when it comes to her because Kyle hasn't outwardly done anything to um, give Summer any indication that he still has feelings for Tara. Mm -hmm. But he has done little things to where it was like... uh, She's a priority. Are you you forgetting? Yeah. Are you Mm -hmm. forgetting that you have a fiancé? You know, while you're over here coddling Tara and, you know, showing all this concern towards her. It's one thing to show concern towards Harrison, but... Sometimes some with some of the reactions that he has to Tara and some of the things that he says to her. And like last week when we were talking about how he completely, you know, disregarded Summer and mm-hmm. didn't even look at her and, and, you know, walked over to Tara and wanted to make sure Tara was okay. Like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I think I would feel a little insecure if, if my fiance, you know, w- was doing those kind of things. Yeah, it's little um, movements and certain things that he yeah. says that kind of give you, like, raise an eyebrow, too. Like, yeah. okay, what was that about? Or, like, this week when they were <clears throat> talking about whether or not they thought Ashlyn was being genuine um, mm-hmm. about, you know, his new his new plan for Harrison. And Kyle said something like, he looked at her and said, what are you thinking? You look, you know, I can tell you're worried or something like that. And Tara's like, you could always tell what I was feeling. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and Summer is standing right there in the room. It's like, exactly. it's almost as if Summer is invisible. 
when they're yep. when the three of them are in the room together. It's almost yep. as if Summer is, isn't there. And it's like, do you not saying something like that in front of his fiance? Do you not realize how inappropriate or rude that that kind of, that that is? Mm-hmm. And stop making it seem like you and Kyle were dating for years. Like you guys had a summer fling, mm-hmm. and, and somehow over those three months, or you know however long it might have been, Kyle knows you better than anybody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So I don't know. I people and I've, I've seen people in the groups kind of talk trash about how Summer's insecure and she's being immature and blah blah blah. But it's like mm, Summer has good reason to feel insecure right now mm-hmm. I don't I mean I don't blame her I feel bad for her and I know that I know Summer was kind of a pain before when it came to um, Lola and Kyle and people are saying well this is her karma for how she you know how she interfered in Kyle's relationship when him and Lola were together but mm-hmm. I kind of feel bad for her now because yeah. she and it's, I feel bad for her because she's actually being, like I said before, she's actually being really supportive of Kyle. She hasn't blown up on him. She hasn't, you know, gone behind Kyle's back to Tara and, and has been crappy to Tara. Mm-hmm. You know, she's genuinely trying to be supportive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's trying to, I mean, and the interaction between the baby, uh, the boy and, and Summer went well, but yeah. It's just there's I honestly believe that Tara is playing both these guys. Um I think so. Well, the thing is is that with the and here's the thing, with the two dads, fine. You know, because the more people to love their child the better. Yeah. But she's going to get support from the Abbott family and she's also going to get support from Ashland, but there is a. I think he said that there's even though there is a prenup, there's still a a a certain amount of alimony or whatever that she's going to be getting. So this girl here, because and that's why I think when she she was trying to tell Kyle, well, let's hear what Ashland has to say and let's do. You know, she really was trying. And I'm like, are you trying to make sure you maintain something over here besides, you know, of course, Ashlyn seeing the kid. But there's some financial gain that she's getting from both these families now. Didn't, um, was it Mariah that said something like that? I feel like somebody said something like that about Tara before. That they were wondering if it was a financial a financial situation. Now, yeah. I, listen, I, I don't see her as an opportunistic gold digger, okay? Mm-hmm. What I do see is here, because you, what I do see is this young woman sees the potential of how to maintain financial security for her son. Yeah. You know, I mean, because she's trying to maintain and placate with Ashlyn, and at the same time, She's also trying to maintain with Kyle. Now, here's the thing: she was she told Kyle that she was okay with taking that kid away from him, and I only think that the reason that she said that. What is that stupid phone? <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> okay. 
I'm okay. So, um, I only think that because here's the thing, and I paid attention to what Jack said because when Jack said, you know, we he's at he's an abbot now, and we're going to be the ones here that's going to support him in so many ways. She backed off of that whole Kyle relinquish your rights and let Ashlyn have it. Did you notice that? I didn't notice that. No. Yeah, that was earlier this week. So originally, remember, she was going to write Kyle off. Remember? And that. Was she really, though? Yeah. Do you think she was but really that's, going? Yeah, because the bigger fish in this situation would have been Ashlyn. She would have got, for, even though. She wouldn't have gotten a lot of money for herself. Her, her her son's financial security would have been set by Ashlyn if he had a you know went on with that whole thing. You got if I'm going to give you anything you want, the divorce, blah blah blah. But you got to take take Kyle out of his life. The moment Jack said, "No, he's an abbot now, and we're going to support him in every way possible," mm-hmm. she backed off of letting Kyle. Uh, be removed from this situation. So now she's looking like, okay, Ashlyn is going to give me, because I know I'm getting something from the Ashlyn deal for my son, and now he's a nabbit. You know, what would have been interesting is if they would have went down that road of her trying to cut Kyle out mm-hmm. to, um, and go along with Ashlyn's ultimatum, mm-hmm. and then Kyle trying to fight for some type of rights um because he's a biological father like just finding out that he's a biological father he would have some type of rights to it that would have been an interesting storyline hello hear you absolutely great now okay all right cool so what were you saying with tara and jack and ashlyn before we got cut off um i think i was saying it would have been i think it would have been an interesting storyline had they gone down the path of tara accepting that ultimatum that Uh ashlyn gave her the first one about cutting kyle out and then kyle you know, considering he's just finding out within the last couple of months that he is the biological father of Harrison or officially just in the last couple of weeks that he's Harrison's biological father, that he then takes them to court for some type of custody um, because they're trying to, you know, if they were trying to cut him out of Harrison's life, I'm saying that would have been a good, uh, an interesting storyline to go down to. Okay. Yeah, that would have been good too. Um, I honestly believe that uh, this whole thing is about to go to the direction of putting Kyle, uh, Kyle and Tara back together. I so I don't see or I do affair maybe. I don't think that. So I don't think an affair will happen, but I do think that Tara is starting to feel like. 
she wants to be with Kyle and I think that she's going to do things to try to interfere with Summer and Kyle's relationship. Okay. Because right now it doesn't I feel like every once in a while she kind of gives Kyle one of those little looks like, oh man, you're amazing, or you know, maybe thinking about how how they were in the past with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but after, and we haven't talked about this part yet, but you know, after that conversation she had with Sally, um, I think that she's going to start having some feelings for Kyle. And I think that maybe she's going to start to cause issues to see if she can get Kyle and Summer to break up. I don't think that I genuinely, I don't think Kyle has those feelings towards Tara. I think Kyle is just too nice. Okay. Kind of like how Jack can be sometimes. I think he's just too nice to her and it comes off as a little um, I don't want to say inappropriate, but it, it, it can come off as if maybe he's being kind of flirty with her right but I, but I don't believe that Kyle wants to be with Tara or has like those kind of feelings towards Tara anymore I think he's just being too nice mm-hmm. um so I what I think is going to happen is that maybe Tara is going to do these little subtle things and Kyle is just so oblivious to it that he's not catching on mm-hmm. um but of course Summer is going to see it um and I think maybe that will interfere in their relationship in some way because then Summer is going to start to express those insecurities that she's feeling about Tara and Kyle isn't going to, he's going to think that Summer is just being ridiculous or starting to get jealous or something like that. But I don't think Kyle, I don't think he's going to cheat on Summer. Okay. I think Tara will try it and he'll, and that's when he'll see, oh, this is what Summer has been talking about. Um, but I don't think he'll fall for it. I'm hoping that he doesn't. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm, I know that they have girl Elizabeth Laner, Rainer Laner, mm-hmm. I think that's her name, um, on contract for a year. So I'm wondering what storyline they're going to take her down to because if she's going to be around for at least a year, and she's going to try to interfere with the relationship and say like it goes the direction that you said and it don't work and he sees this for what it is where did that leave her do they put her toward jack now or somebody else you know what i mean i could totally see her going after jack or her and jack forming a connection that's crazy though (laughs) i could totally see that happening no, not because, saying what you're saying is crazy, but just to think oh, about yeah. you being with your grandson's mother who used to, they had a kid with your son. Seemed like some Jerry Springer type stuff. I mean, look at uh, look at all the, the Bold and the Beautiful cast. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's so, true. I, and I feel like every, like every once in a while when her and Jack are talking, mm-hmm. like the kind of longing look sometimes that she gives Kyle Mm -hmm. every once in a while I feel like she does that with Jack sometimes okay so I don't know I could see them going down that road okay well so now um Ashlyn has a change of heart because he has a conversation with Victoria and Mm -hmm. this whole lighthearted conversation with Victoria and 
making him feel like, you know, maybe you should move on with his, with your life. And, you know, you kind of fight for your son. Cause on Monday is really when she had said something like, you know what, go ahead and what was it? Oh God, that was so early this week. But, um, she said something to, to Ashlyn, you know, oh yeah, that, um, God, what was it? Tara, Tara said something to Ashley? No, Victoria. Victoria said um, something. I'm trying to think of what that was. Um, no. uh, okay. Remember so, exactly what that conversation was either. Yeah, it was um, when she found out that Kyle was the father. And about um, Victoria was like she didn't share DNA with her own son, who was Billy's child, but mm-hmm. she was Johnny's mother in every way possible. And basically, you know, Harrison was like telling him, "Look, you still gonna be the father to your son. You gotta do what you gotta do." You know, it was something like that. I forgot. It doesn't have the same impact like it did when I saw it on Monday of last. Yeah. But I was like, oh, wow. And now it's like, hmm, you know, I guess because we've seen so much after that. But um, thinking about Victoria, did you hear Nikki talking to Victoria? Because remember, Victoria got asked to go to New York. Yeah. And, of course, she didn't want to tell her mama her business, which she don't have to. She grown. But, you know, Nikki is poking and probing and things like that. She was like, how do you how do you even think to get involved with such a man like Ashlyn Locke? And Victoria, and Victoria threw it back. Maybe you ought to answer that question since you've been with this man back and forth for so many years. Right. I, she's I a was laugh rolling. <laughs> I usually don't like what Victoria has to say. I have been a fan of hers, but in that moment, I was like, yeah, that's what she did. Why would you even say something like that? Yeah. Knowing that you were a man just like him. Exactly. That's a. I think that's what everybody was thinking in that scene. She's the last person who needs to be talking about um, getting involved with a ruthless man. <laughs> Victoria said, "Do you do you know who you're married to?" Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and she gonna say, "You can't. Don't throw that's that up in my face. Thing. Or, it's not the same right. thing." And I'm like, "How?" Exactly. Girl, <laughs> I got when she's. I was cracking. Up, I'm like, well, Victoria definitely handled that situation well. Yeah, she did. You know, because it's like, why are you sitting up there trying to tell her and warn her about? I mean, even when she was talking to Adam, it's like, do you know who you married to? Right. You know, I mean, you worried about what I'm doing, but you married to the master <laughs> manipulator. You exactly. Know? I mean, come on. But yeah, she handled that. And even the whole situation with Billy. Billy is sticking his nose in that whole thing. I honestly, I would like to see where it goes between Ashlyn and Victoria. What about you? Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that either. Because I think that they're mutually at the same level. And I don't mean with the ruthlessness. They both run businesses. He can respect her business acumen. She understand the ruthlessness in business, 
you know, Tara was like, I don't get involved in Ashlyn business situation, blah, blah, blah. Whereas Ashlyn found it refreshing to talk about business with Victoria. Wait, say, say it again. I'm sorry. Okay. So I said, when it came to Tara, Tara was like, I never get involved in Ashlyn's business, blah, blah, blah. He never tells me anything about that. Mm-hmm. Whereas it seems like Ashlyn was refreshed to talk business to Victoria mm-hmm. because she understood it. Yeah. You know, um, so go ahead. I wonder how well he would do with someone with a woman as strong minded as Victoria is, though. Because when you hear about how Tara and Ashlyn met, she was was she a um she worked at an auction house or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, she didn't have money. She worked at an auction house. Um and Victoria, not that she's not, maybe she's still a, a strong-minded person, but the fact that she ran from Ashlyn, um, and it seemed like she was terrified of his what his reaction would be when, if he found out the truth about Harrison, she always talks about how ruthless he is and how scary, he, how intimidating he can be. Um, so... I wonder how he would really be, you know, if him and Victoria did get into a relationship, how he would handle Victoria being a, a type A, like, in charge personality. I honestly and, think that he, res- I, I won't say he didn't respect Tara. I mm-hmm. think that with Victoria, because look at how he changed his whole tune after being around Victoria. In the second half of this week, he was like, I'm going to take the high road. I'm not going to make this complicated. Blah, 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 blah. And, you know, everybody's like, dang, what turned him around? So I'm honestly thinking that Victoria has the type of maybe impression Influ- on him or influence that she could actually tone him down because she is at the Oh, well, I won't say she's exactly who he is, but she's almost at that level, like you say, type A. Yeah. So she ain't gonna let him talk down to her any kind of way. She also, like, okay, so for, say, for example, Tara was like, you were always gone on business. You were always not available. Victoria understands that. Yeah. Because of the fact that that's how her life is. Yeah, true. So, he won't feel so resentful or she won't feel so resentful because their lifestyles are similar. Whereas her and Tara and Ashlyn's lifestyles were vastly different. She was this young party girl who obviously, you know, that's how she ended up meeting Kyle back in the day and for that little summer fling, you know, whereas while he was off running businesses, that's what Victoria does. She's When she's not with them kids, she's off running businesses. Yeah, and honestly, you know, I don't know if this is true, but I know in psychology they they that they say that girls tend to look for the traits in their fathers in their new mates. And she actually got somebody that got the um <laughs> she actually got somebody who's similar to her father. That is true. Yeah. That's know? definitely true. So you know, I, I would love to see if that, and you know, if that actually 
would work out if they can build an actual romance. But it don't look like that way because rumors are out that Ashlyn's dying or something. Yeah, I heard that rumor too. Yeah, and I saw Monday's part of Monday's episode, but I had a, a mild emergency this morning. And so I didn't get a chance to see the whole thing. But right before, you know, everything was happening at my house, um, I think that he was about to sit down and tell Victoria about that. And I didn't get into it yet. So maybe that is true. Because I don't remember hearing this guy. I don't know his name, the actor that plays Ashlyn. Mm-hmm. On whether he's going to be sticking around for a long period of time. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I wish they would have keep him on though. He was really good to watch. Yeah, I, I, especially considering that Victor is the only Victor type character that they have on the show. Right, and you're not and you're trying to redeem the Adam character, so you need another villain somewhere else. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe this is fake. Maybe he's trying to manipulate Victoria. I don't know. We got to see this thing through. I hope they're not trying to kill this guy off because I really, I really would like to see something materialize between the two of them. Yeah, same. And she, you know what? And she need a dude. She ain't had a dude since JT. You know <laughs> what I mean? So, yeah, that girl a dude. You know, <laughs> I, I kind of want Adam to get a new woman outside of Chelsea and Sharon. Bring this new girl that they're talking about. Get that girl to Adam. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing Adam with someone else either since they're not, apparently not putting Sharon and him together then. Hey, did you, I, I want to, and then we can, we need to move on because I know we've been on Young and Arrested for a while and um, unless you got some other things. Mm, did nope. you see um, Chelsea's reaction when Ray says that him and Sharon is going on their second honeymoon? She was not happy about that. Yeah, I think, I think she is um... I think she's annoyed that Sharon and Ray were able to rebuild their relationship because wasn't she trying to, she was trying to cause issues there because her and Adam's relationship fell apart. Isn't that why she told Ray that, um, that Sharon and Adam slept together when they really didn't? Or did she really believe that because she was hallucinating? She was, she was hallucinating. I mean, I thought that she honestly thought that she was, I mean, she thought she saw what she thought she oh, saw. Okay when she was hallucinating, but I honestly believe that she also is upset that she went through all of this and she was wrong because she absolutely believed that once that, that Sharon and and Adam was going to end up together. And when it was all said and done, it didn't happen. So why did you even go through all of this? You could have had, I mean, granted what the kiss was wrong, right? Between Mm -hmm. Sharon and Adam. But Adam was willing to make that relationship with Chelsea work. Yeah. And now you didn't throw all that away. And at the end of the day, Adam is by himself and Sharon is with her husband about to fly off to Miami. Yeah. Yeah. And then she spent a lot of time trying to convince Ray to feel some kind of way that she was cheating. And I'm like, it didn't work. So this whole plan just blew up in her face. And it would be even worse if Adam gets a whole new girlfriend that's not sharing and Chelsea be looking real stupid. Yep, she will. So, I just wanted to mention that. Did you have anything else that we missed or did we cover everything? Um, nope. I, 
We're good. Okay. There. All righty, girl. Last well, wait a minute. What, oh, are you talking about with YNR period? Yeah, with YNR period. Or did you want to talk about what Sally, Sally and Summer? Oh, yeah, we forgot about that. We forgot about that plot and, that uh, and yeah, her and Tara. So yeah, Tara shot. I mean, Sally shot herself in the foot. Can we talk and about I, her? The confrontation that her and Summer had first, though. Yeah, go ahead. That, go ahead. We have said, I don't know how many times we said this. Sally, once again, she does the, I just want a truce, and then sticks her nose in Summer's business again and does something to try to, um, I guess, knock her off her game. So that little, the little confrontation they had in the, what were they, the coffee house or society? I can't remember which one. And Summer, um, Summer, you know, she says, you're always playing the victim. And then Sally uh, throws the, well, you've had everything handed to you. I'm just fighting for, um, I'm just fighting for the things that I want. I don't have everything handed to me like you. And it's like, but you're doing it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. You are still blaming everybody else for why your relationship with Jack failed, for why you didn't get the JCV job or JVC. It's JCV. Um, and you're still interfering mm-hmm. and she tries to when Summer says to her I don't, you know I don't trust you I don't trust the things that you're saying and Sally has this big shock reaction like you know I can't believe you're saying this to me and it's like Sally we know what you're doing and, and you know what you're doing so how can you have this reaction that uh, or it's like she doesn't understand why her and Summer just can't get along or why Summer reacts to her the way that she does knowing that she's doing things in the background to try to sabotage her personal life and her professional life. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's she just... did. I mean, she pretty much played the, you know. I, listen, I do understand about their social classes and financial classes, right? They mm-hmm. are people that has old money and generational wealth that's passed down through families. And then there's people who have to, you know, bootstrap everything to get where they need to be. Right. At Mm -hmm. what point do you start taking accountability for your actions though? And I was that one that says, why are we still talking about what? Remember I said this last week, I was like, why are we still talking about what happened with JCB? And sure enough, this week, it came right back up. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to shut up about it. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm like, you want people to give you a second chance, but then you go and have a whole uh, argument about this whole thing once again after this was supposed to be squashed. Mm -hmm. You know, and I remember I was thinking about you and I was like, well, I have to give uh <laughs> have to give, <laughs> I gotta give uh Keisha this one and give her the, the the hands up on this one because at this point, Sally, I can't defend you anymore. I just can't. Yeah. You know, I tried. I was like, why you keep bringing this up? Meaning uh um uh what's the name? Summer. And I'm like, okay, here we go. And then you still trying to do this deal with Ashlyn. He ended up making you call Eric Forrester, which I was like, oh, <laughs> what, 
where you yeah, gonna like, go with that? And I still don't understand why she thinks that this is a good approach because basically her her plan is based around the fact that she feels like Summer is coming after her mm-hmm. because she thinks that if she tells Summer that she's been offered this job that Summer will try to take the opportunity from her. So she's basing this plan around the fact that she feels like some Summer's whole goal in life is to be competitive ruin, with her. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's to ruin Sally's chances of success. And it just it doesn't make sense for her to think that Summer is going to accept. She's already got her dream job right now. So it doesn't make sense to me that she would think that Summer is going to accept a position in another country and move away from Kyle, which she's in the middle of planning a wedding to, to accept this job. Like, what world? It doesn't. How does that it make doesn't sense? Make to sense. You? You're, nope. you're, you're thinking that Summer feels like her competition her whatever competition Sally thinks that Summer has with her is more important than her relationship with Kyle. Like she, her whole goal in life is to take you out, Sally, and she's going to move away from her fiance in order to do that. Like that doesn't, she didn't think this plan through. Yeah. I'm curious to see where the writers are going to go with this. Are they actually going to make this so much of a bigger competitive move? Because why would they even introduce that as a option for Sally to pull that off? I'm going to sit up here yeah. and talk about how much I want this dream job. And when it's offered for you, you're going to try to throw me under the bus and take it. That's what that's looked like where that's going. And I'm wondering if the writers presented it that way, are they going to take it that direction? Because other than that, it just don't make sense. Yeah. And now, but now it's turned from I've been offered this dream job because that backfired on her because um, Summer was basically like, oh, great. Please take that job and move away because you would be doing me a favor. It mm-hmm. it didn't turn into, oh, really? Well, I'm going to go check this out and look into it myself. Like that. Yeah, it just don't make Sa- sense. Yeah. Sally telling her that was that was a positive thing in Summer's eyes because Summer is looking at it as good you're going to be out of you're going to move out of town now you're moving away from Genoa City I hope you get that job but now it's it sounds like it's turning into her going to Eric and asking Eric to offer Summer a job mm-hmm. yep and she actually going to go over there because I saw the previews you know how they say next week on the Young yeah. we saw actually uh, Sally talking to Eric on the phone and I'm like okay right I'm just I want to see where this go what do the writers have planned where Eric Forrester is going to sign off on offering Summer this job based on what Sally is telling him right and why does Sally think that no one is going to find out that she had this conversation with Eric thank you (laughs) because Eric is just now, I mean, like I said, I know the writers have been creative, but this one here just don't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't at all. So. I, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. We, we also forgot to mention what Kyle did for Tara. Oh, um, yeah. Having Lauren. Lauren. Yeah. Okay, what's your thoughts on that? That's the kind of stuff that I feel like he needs to talk to Summer about first. And he didn't. And he didn't. And Summer was caught off guard when Lauren mentioned it. 
yep. when her and Sally were at the coffee house. And that that's messed up. Like this is once again, this is you doing something for Tara. This and I know maybe he's looking at it as um, I'm helping the mother of my child um, get some stability because it'll be good for my child. Mm-hmm. But I, that's going no, that's going too far. And if you're going to do something like that, then you need to sit down and have a conversation with Summer and ask her how she feels about it, and ask her, you know, does this make you uncomfortable? I don't want you to think I'm doing this for Tara because. You know, I have some, I have, you know, some kind of feelings for her. I'm doing this because I'm hoping that this will, because this will be beneficial to my child, not because it's beneficial to Tara. It's for his own selfish reasons of being able to keep his child around. Mm-hmm. He should have given her a heads up about that instead of her finding out through another party that that was happening. Because yeah. look how silly it kind of made her look in front of Sally. Yeah, because Sally definitely used that as an opportunity to rub that in. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. I was looking like, oh, man, this ain't, this ain't good. Because right. he should have said something like, hey, you know, she's in this town. She don't have it. And then the thing is, he didn't even discuss it with Tara. Yeah. Because Tara was looking like, you know, I appreciate the opportunity, but it's not a good time right now for this. Yeah. So, yeah, I- but- Go ahead. I was going to say, and I'm also, and this is the last I'll say about this uh, storyline, but I'm also interested to see if Tara tells Kyle or Jack or anybody else about that conversation she had with Sally because the way the way it seemed in that conversation was that she was annoyed with Sally's plane. Yeah, so, but it also looked like she thought about it too. Yeah, it did. So I'm just, I'm interested to see if she says anything to anybody, you know, and warning them, just so you know, Sally approached me with this, with this plan to get Summer out of town. So, because to me, if she doesn't say anything, then that means that she is definitely going to consider it. Yep. And I think that's why she hasn't said anything, because there's a part of her that, you know, think that she could have another opportunity with Kyle because now that Ashlyn has moved on and then she was acting like she was feeling some kind of way about Ashlyn moving on with Victoria. Yeah. You know, and now she ain't got nobody. Yep. You know, because of course they get they having their wedding moved up. And then August is a long time away. I mean, you still talking two months. Anything could happen with that. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting to see what happens next week, I really didn't finish Monday's episode. Like I say, I had to deal with something with my son this morning. And so um, I'm going to pick up where I left off once we're done and see what else happens. So I don't have any, like, little nuggets yet. No, that's fine. Um, okay, did you have anything else on that, on uh, the Young and the Restless for this week? No. Okay. All right. So let's move on to <clears throat> excuse me the bold and the beautiful. Um, what happened? Let me back up here. Okay. Okay. So. Girl, 
I'm trying to get my screen where it's supposed to be, and they keep giving me days of our lives when I'm clicking on the post. It's beautiful. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Hold on. Because I mean, we we only we didn't get did we get a lot of hope and Liam. We did get some hope and Liam this week, didn't we? Um, I think it was just maybe a day, a day or so. Okay, I got it. Okay, so for the week of June 7th, Justin took up Liam and Bill's defense cases and wished they hadn't talked to the police. Carter and Quinn consummated their new commitments with Zoe and Eric, respectively. But Paris overheard Quinn and Shauna admitting that Quinn, not Shauna, had been the woman in Carter's bed. Mm-hmm. So let's knock out the whole Justin and Liam thing. Yeah. Yeah, well, look like Justin didn't know. He Once he got the whole story, <laughs> he was <laughs> like, oh my God, I got my work cut out for me. Yeah. I'm surprised Bill didn't fill Justin in on that because he usually tells Justin everything. That's what he said. Yeah. And then after everything had came out, Justin put two and two together What? why he got rid of that car. Yep. My question is, will the defense team realize, well, uh, Mr. Attorney, didn't you help them get, get rid of the vehicle? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's another. <laughs> that would be hilarious. And he'll yeah, be but... like, well, I didn't know. I thought he was just trying to sell his car. I didn't know it was involved in a hit and run. Yeah, I mean, he'd be telling the truth. Yeah, yeah. But that whole interaction, I, it was okay. It wasn't like that interesting to me. What did you, did you think so? Yeah, it was just a, a Hope was adamant about this was all Bill. <laughs> Liam didn't have anything to do with it. But Justin basically, Justin kind of, not Texter, reality. Yeah, like, yeah, Bill initially committed a crime and he was the cause of it but after Liam found out about it still kept it a secret and he didn't say right. anything right. Mm-hmm. so that's where the problem comes in the the legal issues come in for Liam is that he days before right he sat on the story too long yeah. you know and then she want to be like well Bill made him he made him <laughs> yeah and Liam is a grown man yeah, that's basically what, um, who was, was it, that's what Ridge, Ridge was, mm-hmm. when Brooke and, and Ridge were talking about it, mm-hmm. well, he didn't say anything because his father made him keep his mouth shut, and Ridge was like, Liam is a, he's a grown-ass man. <laughs> mm-hmm. He could have gone to the police if he wanted to, and he didn't. You know what? And I remember what you said about Brooke, because I remember I asked you, I said, I wonder what Brooke's reaction is going to be once she found out. And you were like, Brooke is going to probably just justify everything. And what did she do? She justified it. (laughs) And then had the nerve. I know we kind of jumped from the jailhouse scene to... Yeah, we did. Bridge and Brooke, but there really wasn't much to that scene anyway, other than Justin constantly saying he's still a little responsible because he knew and he didn't Mm -hmm. say anything. Um, But so after they tell Steffi and Thomas 
Brooke gonna Brooke is gonna tell Thomas. Um, I know you're upset. I know Vinny. I'm like this woman. Wait a minute, you kind of phased out. I missed part of it. Say that again. When after they told Steffi and Thomas Mm -hmm. that Liam was the one that hit Vinny, Mm -hmm. and uh, Brooke was Brooke said to Thomas, "You know, I know you're upset. I know Vinny was your friend, um, but we have to think about hope." in this situation. Hope is hurting right now. Liam's in jail and she's worried about her family. And it's like, mm-hmm. are you kidding me, bro? Right. <laughs> this man just found out. <clears throat> this man just found out he knows the person that killed his best friend. And you're gonna tell him let's worry let's focus on hope. Let's worry well, and about that's hope. The crazy and what thing. How contradictory is that? Because at one moment she don't want him focusing on hope. And now in this moment, let's focus on hope. <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah girl, she, I'm like yeah. Brooke, and I'm surprised that I mean, Ridge really gave her some looks. Like, are you serious right now? So she kind of backed down, but she definitely was trying was trying to justify all of this. Yeah. Even Bill. Yep. At least Hope had the nerve to say Bill was wrong for what he did. I have yet to hear Brooke say. Bill was wrong for trying to cover this up. Yeah. And if I was rich, I would be giving her the side out. Definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Mm-hmm. Because she all she likes to preach to to him about Thomas and all his wrongdoings. But mm-hmm. for whatever reason, it's okay for Bill to do what he does. Exactly. Exactly. Over and over. Over and over again. No matter and what with no is. remorse. That's the thing, because this man was really, I wonder what Brooke would say if she heard some of the things that he was saying about Vinny. She would justify it just like she's been doing. Mm, That's true. That is true. All right. So is that it for Hope uh, Hope, Liam and the Vinny story? Yeah, wasn't much to that one this week. Wasn't much. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about Queen Carter, Zoe, Queen Carter, Zoe, and Paris and Shauna. All right, this was a a huge conversation in social media yesterday. Now, I guess before we get to Paris, there's some things that happened prior to that. Um, which, of course, is the consummating of their relationship and um, Eric finally giving Quinn some. And uh, Carter actually uh, being with Zoe for the night because their marriage is back on. Here's my thing. I honestly think that Quinn really wants to be with Eric. However, I don't think Carter wants to be with Zoe. And and that is that is the only reason I would be okay with Paris Saints confronting Carter, mm-hmm. just Carter, because my thought would be: Are you? Did you propose to my sister because you really want to be with her, or did you propose to her because you have a guilty conscience? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's the only justification I could give Paris for confronting Carter because. Um, I mean, like we all know, Carter and Zoe weren't together when this happened. Right. 
so there's really nothing either of them could say to him about it. But that would be the only after finding out that that piece of information that it wasn't actually Shana, it was Quinn. Mm-hmm. Um, that would definitely raise some eyebrows or raise my eyebrows about why you're truly proposing to my sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the only a question that she needed to address. Even yeah. the whole situation with Quinn and Eric, I don't think that. Oh, I don't know. It, it's so many variables. It's not her business. I've been, it's none of her business. Yeah. And do I think she should go run tell Eric or run tell who you know about that affair? I, if anything, I, how would you? Okay, let me ask you a question. Her best thing is just to stay out. If she had yeah. to tell somebody anything in that situation on the side with Eric, should she go to Quinn and say, look, I know what I know. I overheard you talking. I know Shauna probably told you because I already told her. I'm just letting you know that I know. How you handle that is up to you, but... I don't need this in, impacting my sister. And being that this has happened, I don't think you should be friends with my sister. I mean, you can't tell somebody who to be friends with. But I'm just saying yeah. in this purpose, maybe it's not a good idea because of the fact of what had happened between you and Carter that maybe put some distance between you and my sister. Mm-hmm. Maybe that. But going to blow this whole thing up, because she was about to tell Ridge. Why yeah, that hell ridge that right. What's your thoughts on this? Um, first of all, I think she was out of line with even the way that she approached Flo. Okay, mm-hmm. and yeah. I, you know, I don't, I'm not a fan of Flo, but mm-hmm. you're not gonna talk to you're not gonna talk about my mom the way you're talking about my mom and coming at me as if you're trying to check somebody because it was almost like I need to talk to your mother about this situation with. Carter because I don't want her you know hurting my sister or whatever whatever the reason was that she wanted to talk to Shauna Um, Mm -hmm. like even if Flo didn't know what was going on Mm -hmm. my thing would be your sister and not together when my mother and Carter had their little fling Mm -hmm. so she did say that didn't she I think she did say it yeah Mm -hmm. so it's like you're, you're out of line even coming at me like this because what happened between them was none of your business. Your mm-hmm. sister, they weren't together. Your sister wasn't cheated on. Carter was well within his rights to sleep with whoever he wanted to sleep with. So what are you confronting my, my mom about? Like this, this has nothing to do with you. It don't have nothing to do with me. You need to mind your business. And this is a place of employment. Like we're not talking about this. And if my mom is here because she's here to see her best friend or because she's here to see me, that's also none of your business because mm-hmm. you don't run this company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I, you know, as much as I can't stand Flo in that moment, I wouldn't have minded if Flo, you know, kind of told her off and told her to mind her business. Um, but so the whole thing with say something to Quinn, um, I don't when, when know it because comes to the Eric side of things. So when it comes to the Eric side of things, again, that part of it is not her business. Yes, Quinn cheated on her husband, but I don't have a personal relationship with either one of you. You're my boss or one of my Mm -hmm. bosses. 
I don't know you like that, Quinn. So that's y'all's mm-hmm. business. Um, mm-hmm. However, I guess I can see your point of you were supposed to be my sister's friend, even though they weren't really all that close when all of this started. Like, I feel like that's the first, that was the first time we ever really seen um, Quinn and Zoe even talk to each other. Correct. When she asked her to help her. Um, so I don't, I guess if I don't plan on saying anything to anybody about it, then I don't know that I would even let Quinn know that I knew. Mm-hmm. But I guess I could kind of see your point of telling her, you know, you kind of betrayed my sister's trust because she thought you were helping her when in mm-hmm. actuality you went and slept with her ex and she thinks that you guys are, you know, good friends. But then it would kind of be, wouldn't it come off as suspicious to Zoe if Quinn was backing off from their friend- friendship? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I I don't know. I don't know how I would approach that part of it I, honestly if yeah. it were me in real life I think I just if Stay I didn't plan on it. yeah if I didn't plan on blowing up anybody's life then I'm just not going to say anything at all and just stay out of it yeah I, I just think that it, it even with that go, let's go back to the conversation that she had with Flo Flo was continuously telling her I don't know what you're talking about and yeah. she was a- acting as if Flo was lying to her yeah you do you know exactly what I'm talking about. Why are you trying to deny it? And I'm like, the girl is clearly confused. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was frustrating watching that scene. You know, it's like, <laughs> if somebody, I mean, stop trying to tell me what I know and I don't know. I don't need to lie to you. If I don't know that my mama slept with your, with this guy, and I'm telling you I had no idea, and I'm, and it's not like she asked once, uh, Paris kept going on and on about the fact that you know she was lying about what she knew and I'm like girl yeah. it made her and I said this when I private messaged you yesterday it makes Paris looks like a busybody Yep. you barely you just got your feet in that company right you're talking about executives in the company it's one thing to deal with your sister and again, I, I put out a post yesterday and I saw that you saw it. Mm-hmm. But in my post, Zoe is the contributive factor to even the reason why uh, Carter was single in the first place. You were actively engaged with a, with a wedding ring on your finger when you was about to go skinny dipping butt naked in the pool with Sunday. I know we've said this before. Yeah. Yep. The only thing that kept you from doing it is rich. You got caught. Yeah. You got caught. You had no intentions of stopping yourself from being naked in the pool with Zenday. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, weeks later, when, of course, now Carter has broken up with you, you're trying to get back in his good graces. First of all, I would not send a woman that I've only had conversation with in a nanosecond to talk to my ex. Right. That's my job. That's my job. If I want to get back in his good graces and I'm trying to repair the relationship, that's my job. I don't need to continuously send somebody else to speak on my behalf who I barely even got to know in less than what, a couple weeks. Right. You know, that's my that's my job. So 
this whole thing is just messed up. Now, on the flip side of this, Carter shouldn't have gotten back with Zoe. If you sit somewhere daydreaming about the person you slept with, which is your boss's wife, mm-hmm. you need to take a step back. Now, granted, if he wanted to take things slow with Zoe and say, well, you know what, let's see what we can do. Let's work it out. Let's see where this mm-hmm. can go. Uh, maybe we can repair our relationship, but jump back into a whole engagement. And, and earlier mm-hmm. that moment, you was daydreaming about fantasizing about being with Quinn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that I don't agree with. Yeah. He's don't overcompensating. Don't involved with this girl. Huh? I said he's overcompensating. Mm-hmm. Now, do I see Quinn being genuine with Eric? Absolutely. Yeah. I really do. Do I think that she enjoyed sleeping with Carter? Yeah. But do I think <laughs> she really want to be... <laughs> do I think she really want a full-fledged relationship with Eric? Absolutely. Right. I don't think Carter really want to be back with Zoe. I think he's, just, like you just said, he's overcompensating. Yep. I agree. So the only conversation that I think Paris needs to have with anybody is with Carter. She she yeah. needs to pull him to the side like, look, I know what's going on. I know what happened. The rest of that is none of my business. Quinn got to figure that out with her husband. Right. You and my sister weren't together, but at the same time, you jumping back in an engagement with her, are you sincere with this? I don't want you to break my sister's heart. That's where the conversation needs to be. Yep. Yeah, that's the only, that would be the only justified conversation that she should be having. Yep. Everything else don't have nothing to do with her and don't have nothing to do with Zoe. Because Shauna is absolutely right. If you blurt this out to whoever want to listen, you're going to blow up the whole East League. <laughs> yep. It's gonna be it's gonna be World War Three at Forrester Creations because it's not just your sister and your in this Zoe could walk away from the company and be fine after this. I mean she right. might be a little hurt from Carter, but, but but they weren't together. She gotta look at her own actions. Right. But the fallout is gonna be between Eric and Quinn and Eric and Carter. Exactly. And Ridge and Carter. Yep. So it's like, little girl, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, and and even the way, so even before Paris found out mm-hmm. who Carter really slept with, mm-hmm. the way that Zoe and Paris were even treating Shauna is out of line. Like they're treating Shauna as if Shauna slept with Carter when him and Zoe were still engaged. Exactly. And it's like you guys were broken up, and and Paris. Of anybody, like I can understand maybe Zoe feeling uncomfortable around Shauna, but Paris, why are you coming at you know, why are you acting as if Shauna ruined your sister's marriage or mm-hmm. uh, relationship? So, mm-hmm. even that part of it is like I, I just don't like the way that they have her approaching even that part of the, the story as yeah, if they have like... some kind of sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say as if, as if they even have some kind of justification for um, feeling the way they feel about Shauna. Yeah, it makes no sense. It's like this Carter wasn't, and they keep saying that Shauna said it before 
Flo said it before, and I think mm-hmm. somebody else said this. Carter Ridge. was broken up. Ridge, y- y- y'all were broken up. Yeah. You know, so why are y'all acting toward even Shauna and now, you know, Quinn as if, you know, they this was happening when they were still engaged? And Zoe isn't that far removed because when everybody found out that what she did, what, what she was doing with Zenday and mm-hmm. how everybody was treating her, you going to turn around and do the same thing? You was just in that right. situation in that boat yourself. Yeah, and they keep saying um, Zoe, or Zoe, and I think Paris has said it. Mm-hmm. You know, you you hurt my sister. You you've done things that hurt me, and it's like that was that's on you because you weren't over Carter. <laughs> mm-hmm. He didn't hurt you while you guys were in a relationship. You literally, through your entire engagement with Carter. Mm-hmm. Was you were flirting and trying to explore your options with another man? Yeah, I mean, Carla was absolutely in love with this girl to the point that the fans was questioning that it was too stu- too soon, and he was stupid. Yeah, you know, this man threw his heart, soul, everything into this into that relationship while she was out there trying to, and I keep saying this, trying to jump in the pool. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so for her to even think that, oh my God, you know, I need to watch out for Shauna when they thought it was just her, because, you know, and then she, who was that that said, you knew I just came off of, I think that was Zoe, you knew I just came off of a relationship with Carter, and you just swooped right in, right in the middle of that, and it's like, you have no control over a single person life. Exactly. And they y'all were single. even friends. Right. Like that's the other thing is you you were you are not friends with Shauna and you're barely friends with Quinn. Barely. So why are you acting as if they betrayed you some way? Even mm-hmm. if even if Quinn and Eric weren't married and Carter and Quinn slept together, I in my opinion, it's still a Quinn doesn't owe you anything because you and Quinn aren't BFFs. Like, you literally just started talking to this woman a couple of weeks before mm-hmm. um, or, you know, a week before you asked her to, to help you get your relationship back on track. And that's the other thing that didn't make sense. Why would I could see if she asked Ridge, because she did, Zoe did ask Ridge to speak on her behalf and, of course, Ridge wasn't having it. Mm-hmm. Why would you ask the woman that has no connection with Carter to talk to him? Because remember, they hadn't had a connection with each other either. Yeah. You know, I mean, he married Quinn and Eric, but they wasn't on like buddy buddy speaking terms and stuff like that that he felt comfortable enough to take into consideration anything that Quinn had to say about Zoe. Not that man. Right. You know, yeah. so it was it, it's, it's been an interesting week. Go ahead, what'd you say? Yeah, I'm gonna say it's also weird how everybody kept saying, "Well, I didn't even know Shauna and Carter knew each other, or I didn't even know that they were acquaintances or friends or whatever." And it's like, why do you? Why does everybody think that they are supposed to know every facet of this man's life? Like, does Carter come into work every day and tell you guys about every person that he's met or hung out with or slept with? Yeah, that was rich because they was rich, and Eric was like. Wow, he never discussed it. He usually talked to us about things. He didn't tell us that he was with this woman. 
It's like, who goes around and say, hey, I went and I slept with somebody last night? I mean, I get it. It happens in conversation sometimes if you're really, yeah. really close, but it's not a guarantee that somebody's going to do that. Right. So I just, I honestly think parents need to think about this first because even after Shauna tried her best to convince her because it cut off yesterday with Paris telling Zoe it's something I gotta tell you and I'm like are you stupid or are you stupid <laughs> I, Don't, I mean if you're gonna address this it, it's gotta be a way to do this without blowing up the whole Forrester company and I know there's a difference of opinions because on social media I was kinda I put a poll out there yesterday and I actually, the leading count on one of my questions on my poll was that she should tell. And I'm like, okay. Because I put out there, I said, should she pull folks to the side? Should she not say nothing at all? It's not her business. Or should she tell everything? And the vast majority of people that responded to my poll said she should tell everything. So I don't know if it was a bunch of Quinn haters <laughs> that answered that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's just not her business to tell. It's just not. You know, like I said, the only thing she needs to talk about is with Carter. Are mm-hmm. you really into my sister to marry her at this point? That's it. Yep. Period. You know? So, it's going to be interesting, interesting to see on Monday what um what Paris is going to say to her sister or is she going to be interrupted or somebody going to walk in the door or whatever, you know. Yeah. I feel like it's too... I think it's going to come out like maybe within the next week or so, but I feel like it's too soon for it to come out yet. Like It it seems like the turnaround would be too quick if she tells everybody Monday. Yeah. Or tells Zoe Monday. Yeah, it that would be too quick. So you think something is going to stop her or she going to feel some kind of way about not destroying her happiness. My question is, when is Kiara Barnes' last day? Because it looks like she's been on a while since we got noticed that she was leaving the show. Yeah. I wonder when she... Maybe she hasn't started filming for her new... Well... How how far in advance do they film episodes? It's usually about seven, six or seven weeks. Oh, okay. So maybe it's coming up soon. Maybe the truth is about to come out and she's just going to walk away. I don't know. I really wish that they would just replace her instead of completely taking the character off. That would be nice. Maybe they might recast her. I haven't heard any word of it. But it would be nice if they did recast Zoe and keep that whole storyline going because if Zoe the character leaves yeah. that only leave Paris what that's going to happen with her she yeah. going to be there with Zenday but I mean that storyline really to me isn't I mean it's cool that you know they're sweet together and everything but it's not like a typical soap drama storyline you know it's more like a Hallmark thing <laughs> so, yeah and I feel like it fizzled out it did, because I haven't seen Zenday in a while. Yeah, I wonder if maybe he's somewhere shooting something. 
I don't know, probably so. You know, these these actors, especially on Bold, because the storylines are so short and quick, they have other shows and movies and stuff that they do, you know? Yeah, well, it looks like she's already shot um, the, the Fantasy Island TV show that she's a part of. It looks like they've already shot their season. Oh, okay. Because the trailer is out. Okay. Unless maybe they're still maybe they're still working on episodes. I don't know. Okay. Well, we'll definitely see how Kiara Barnes exit if it's just a simple recast or they actually just let the character leave. Or yeah. do they kill the character off? Because who's to say she finds out and decides to blow up the Forrester family and somebody take her out? Yeah, true. I hope that's not the case, but me too. We'll de- we'll definitely see. All right, did we cover everything? I believe we did. Okay. Oh my God, we had a lot to unpack today. Yeah. It was a good. It was a pretty interesting week. So I'm looking forward to it. So let me give you. I do have some some spoiler. A little bit of. Um, teasers for next week for June 14th. Um, Victoria received shocking news from Ashlyn. Kyle is caught in the middle when Summer loses patience with Tara. Oh my goodness. Okay. Sally reconnects with Eric Forrester as she plots her next revenge. Victor provides Amanda with information relating to her past. Sharon and Adam reach an agreement. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Please, don't, don't do this. Okay, um, Mariah confesses. Confesses to what? Victoria and, and Ashlyn share an emotionally charged moment. Naya provides Amanda with a stern warning. Summer discover Kyle in a compromising position. Interesting. We were just talking about that, huh? Um, Victor and Nikki yeah. press Victoria for details about what's going on with her and Ashlyn. Mind your business. Yeah. Elena, <laughs> Elena makes an attempt to rekindle with Nate. Oh, boy. Okay, Summer receives a warning from Phyllis about Tara. Kyle receives uh, advice from Jack. And Abby worries about Chance's whereabouts after Christine shares news about him. Hmm. and let's see oh yeah okay so Eric is going to cross over to Young and the Restless next week mm-hmm. Um, that new girl M-A-I-T-E we still don't know her she's coming over as Elizabeth Westerbrook that girl that oh was, yeah they still don't know on her first air date and look like um, yeah so that's pretty much it Okay, so let me give you some scoops or teasers on Bold next week. So Carter and Quinn receive distressing news. Carter shocks Quinn when he suggests they try something new. Like what? Hmm. Paris continued to mull the pluses and minuses of revealing the secret. So she obviously don't say anything. Yeah. Yes. Thomas confronts Liam. Oh, my goodness. 
Okay, Thomas is shocked by Liam's special request. Quinn is stunned when a guilt-ridden Carter suggests that they come clean. And Thomas stands by hope as she navigates her future. Oh, Lord. Okay. Whatever. Huh. Uh, yeah. I had... Huh? You know what I, you know what I think is gonna happen with that, with that Liam Thomas visit. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's gonna do what Hope has done, um, in the past when she's felt like something wasn't gonna work out with her relationship, and has told Liam to go be with Steffi. Mm -hmm. I hope that that's not what Liam is doing, but I feel like he's gonna tell Thomas, "I need you to be there for Hope. I need you to to go support her because." He doesn't think that he's going to get out of jail anytime soon. And she needs somebody to help her and be there for her, you know, when it comes to the kids. Yeah, the same thing that Katie told Brooke to do about Bill. Yeah. <laughs> when they end up sleeping together. Yep. Oh, Lord, girl. Well, I hope not either, but we'll see. I, I just want them to take Thomas elsewhere. Get him a whole nother girlfriend. I, yeah, I agree because I'm so tired. Get, get him I think away from hope. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I've said this before, but I feel like they are making him look more pathetic um, than they've ever made Steffi look when it comes to Liam. And it's only been a few years for him. Right. <laughs> exactly. You know, and I, I like the fact that they brought Finn in to ta- kind of take her out of that triangle with Hope and Liam. Do the yeah. same thing with Thomas. Take don't Please. put Thomas in a whole new triangle with Hope and Liam. Right. So, well, it was a great show, girl. We still got to do our last segment, which is flip the script. And again, oh, yeah. you guys, um, if there is what flip the script segment is, if there's a particular storyline or a scene that you wish you could change, this is where you flip that script. So, what do you got for both? Uh, Y&R and B&B this week? Um, my Y&R flip is just simply that scene with Ashlyn and Sally mm-hmm. when Sally was pretty much demanding that he live up to their deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I I wish that Ashlyn would have looked at her and said, I don't owe you anything and walked away from her. Because really, what can Sally do? Mm-hmm. If he decided, no, I'm not going to make that phone call. Um, yep, because it's not going to hurt him if people find out that she was the one that told Ashlyn where Tara was at. It's going to hurt Sally, right? Um, so yeah, I wish he would have just told her to no move along, move along, little Missy. I got more important things to do. do right. <laughs> um, my bolt in the beautiful flip is when uh, Ridge and Brooke told Steffi and Liam about. Liam being the one that killed Vinny. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish Ridge would have stepped in a little more and told Brooke, like, look, my son is, is mourning the death of his best friend. Um, don't try to make him feel guilty into worrying about hope in this moment. Like, this isn't about hope. This is about Vinny. Right. Okay. Well, my Y&R flip would have been with Amanda and Sutton. And when he was raving about, I need you to do it my way, I would have been, and she did a good job of standing herself, standing up for herself. 
Mm-hmm. But I would have loved if she had said, you know what, either you let me litigate the case the way I want to do it, or we don't do this at all. And I don't care about family ties or anything. Either we do this my way or the highway. Mm-hmm. And let him go off and brood and cry and lick his wounds and everything else. I mean, like I said, she did a good job of standing up for herself, but no, you don't get to talk to me that way. I mean, you don't even know me. I'm your granddaughter in name only right now. Yep. You hired me to litigate this case when you got a whole legal team already. So either if you want to now bring me into the fold, let me do this my way. Otherwise, I'm done. Period. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> and get and I would have even got up and walked out. Leave them sitting there. Yeah. Um, and then on bold, again, you know, with Paris, Paris just needs to talk to Carter. That's it. She don't need to talk to nobody else. If she's going to talk to anybody, I know what happened. That ain't none of my business. However, what is my business is if you're really, truly sincere about a future with my sister. Yes. And if you're not, and you're not 100%, you need to be honest with her. If you are, then you guys need to move on and leave this whole Quinn thing in the past and let her and Eric figure that out. Yeah. Yep. That's it. So, hi, right, right. girl. It's been a good one this week. You guys, thank you so much for coming back every week to our show to listen to us go with, you know, recap every week. Um, I gave you the spoilers, or I should say the teasers for next week, the week of June 14th through the 18th. So, until next week, you guys have a great weekend. Be safe out there, and we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.